0: This is from the Kutei Siches Chylek Yud Gimel, Volume Thirteen, Parshas Bamidbar, Sicha Number One. The Parsha describes the camp of the Jewish people in the desert, how the Jewish tribes camped around the center of the camp, which was the Mishkan, the Holy Temple. And together with Rashi, we learn that the Jewish camp around the Mishkan. Was distanced 2,000 amas from the Mishkan, which is uh, something like 3,000 feet from the Mishkan. And the Rebbe explains the reason why the Jewish camp was placed at a distance from the Mishkan because it was forbidden for a Jew to come uninvited into the Mishkan a Jew who was not eligible, etc., who was not part of Shaved Levi, who was not to work there to work or to bring a karbon, was not allowed to come there, and it was hazardous spiritually for a Jew to come there uninvited. And therefore, as a precaution, the Jews were placed at a distance away from the Mishkan. But then the question becomes the opposite. Why were they only placed 2,000 Amas away from the Mishkan? Why wouldn't the Jewish camp be even further away, perhaps a mile away from the Mishkan? And the answer is, on Shabbos, there is a limitation to how far a person is allowed to walk over uninhabited land. And so, if the camp of the Jewish people would have been further than the distance that a Jew is allowed to walk on Shabbos, the Jews would not be able to come to the Mishkan on Shabbos. It would be too far away. They wouldn't be allowed to travel. So therefore, in order to allow that on Shabbos, the Jews should be able to reach the Mishkan, they were placed only 2,000 Ames away and not more. Um, and, And that way you have a balance of a healthy distance and at the same time, not too far to where you can't come on Shabbos. And from this point of law, the Rebbe learns an amazing lesson, because it's a common attitude, <clears throat> excuse me, although it is not a correct attitude, and that is that when I'm engaged in Yiddishkeit, when I'm engaged in Jewish affairs, I'm a Jew, and when I'm engaged in my own private affairs, then I am myself, in other words, when I'm in my holy place, or, or, or when I am in my holy moment, then I am holy. And when I'm engaged in just the mundane activities of life, then I am mundane. The Torah, on the other hand, says, no, you have to be holy. You have to be a holy person and a holy person, no matter where he or she is or what what day it is or what they're engaged in. If they're essentially holy, then they're holy all the time, even when they're doing things that are mundane. It's all done in a holy way with a holy purpose, etc. But how is that possible? So the question is more specifically, people say on Shabbos I feel holy, but on a regular Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of the week, I don't feel so holy. But from this point of law, we find something beautiful. The Jewish people were allowed to be closer than they otherwise would have been to the Mishkan because of Shabbos. And it wasn't that on Shabbos the camp moved closer to the Mishkan they were closer to the mishkan every day of the week because of shabbos so the same can be said about life that if the mishkan represents holiness and godliness and we each one of us represents the jewish camp then however holy we feel on shabbos we should feel a glimmer of that holiness every day of the week Because the closeness that we experience to God on Shabbos affects not only Shabbos, but it affects the whole week. Because of Shabbos, we can be closer to God than we otherwise would have been. It gives us the ability to be holy even on a day that doesn't seem to be especially holy. Even in a place that is not particularly holy, we can be holy in a universal way. And without without a difference as to where we are or what day of the week it is.